This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Thanks for listening to the Sinner and Saint, brother. On to oh, Service Patriots Podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. And air conditioning needs. Needs, needs, needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The fan. The fan. Go to servicepatriots.com. Sports. The Final Frontier. These are the voices of the sinner and the saint. Did you really think that after absolutely blowing your butt out in game one? Did they blow their butt out? Yes, they blew their collective butts out to try to get that win. Their weekly mission to provide hot takes, medium takes, mild takes, to boldly go where no show has gone before. Take me to Flavortown. Luke Anderson. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Will Darkens. I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the <laughs> nose test didn't? The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map. Just turned into a gigantic Mexican. And 1080thefan.com. Hour two! If you missed anything from hour one, shame on you. What are you doing with your life? Don't worry, Service Patriots got you back. They got our podcast. The Service Patriots podcast on the fan uh, is your home comfort solution. Well, Service Patriots is your home comfort solution, uh, not the podcast. Don't get those confused. Uh, they are the home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning. Check out the latest offers uh, for our listeners only at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Uh, it is available on the Odyssey app. It is available at odyssey.com. It is available on 1080thefan.com. And exclusively for our listeners right now, hidden in one of the Sinner and St. Chocolate Bars, there is a copy of the First Hour podcast. So if you get that, not only do you get the podcast, you get a tour of our magic radio-making factory. All the wonder and all the amazement that you can imagine is in store for you, uh, and Will Darkens will be your tour guide. It's going to be amazing. So we cannot wait for that. That'll be after the new year. Not a very good tour guide, by the way. No, he's terrible. But I think that's but, kind of assumed. Yeah. No. Yeah. Factory, amazing. The, the, the tour, yeah. half-ass. I would do a great tour. Sure. But I've got something busy that weekend. Yeah, so I can't, I, can't, I can't be there that weekend. Normally, I give the tours, which don't happen very often. Uh, but for dignitaries and things like that, I do the tour. Uh, but you have to do it for this one. But And it'll probably be a terrible tour. But just ignore what Will's saying and pay attention to what's going on around you. It'll be pretty awesome. 
What's that over there? Uh, <laughs> looks really cool. Yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> I guess. Here's what you do. Instead of instead of paying attention to Will's tour, download the Rick Steves audio version through his podcast and listen to that on your iPhone or iPad or whatever yeah. as you go through. That'll be fine. You'll be Is there lunch served? Uh, I don't think so. I'm kinda hungry though. Yeah. <laughs> I, was hoping, you mentioned that. I was hoping you brought lunch. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, speaking of lunch, Texas is serving uh, their lunch to Oklahoma State right now. It's 28 to 7. Uh, so here are the pieces uh, that are going on right now. So your conference championship games are underway for today. So right now you've got Oklahoma State playing Texas, like I said, 28-7. Uh, they're, I don't see what the time is on the clock, uh, just glancing at it. Uh, but that looks like uh, it's going to be uh, oh, 10 minutes left in the second. Uh, Miami of Ohio is playing Toledo right now. They're up 10 nothing. That will not factor into the college football playoff. Oh, I want to make sure that's perfectly clear because that game is on today. Right. So if you happen upon Miami, Miami of Ohio and Toledo and go, oh, does this matter? No, it does not. Uh, Boise State playing UNLV at noon. And the big one is Georgia playing Alabama on CBS at 1 o'clock. Uh, Georgia is number one, has been number one all year. Uh, Alabama number eight. They lo- only, they're only lost to Texas, which is important. And then Michigan uh, taking on two loss Iowa. So if Michigan wins, that matters. If Iowa wins, it eliminates uh, Michigan. And then Louisville playing Florida State. Uh, kind of same scenario there. Florida State undefeated. I think everybody knows all this. But by the end of the day, I think we expect Texas to win this game, obviously. We expect Michigan to take care of Iowa, no problem. Uh, Florida State may be playing with a third-string quarterback, so that one can be a little bit dicey at the end of the day. But Florida State, win or lose, what do you do with an Alabama win in the middle of the day? Oh, what do you do with Florida State? What do you do with Alabama and Georgia? Georgia's out. Winner. Yeah, Georgia's out. Win and you're in in the SEC championship yeah, game so. isn't yeah. isn't promised either though. Well, I know. So, because so yeah. here's the other. Thing. If Florida State finishes undefeated, Washington's already undefeated. Michigan mm-hmm. finishes undefeated. You have three undefeated teams. You have one spot left, and you have Texas may win by a hundred in this game against an Alabama team that lost to Texas. Who gets that last spot? Um, I, I think you just put in the the highest entertainment value because this is the last year of this format. But you're cares? telling me that Texas, like, who would be more entertaining, Alabama or Texas? Those are two. These are two big brands that people love and love to hate. Right. There's Flip a, a coin. Who cares? <laughs> That's what I'm asking you. Oh no, I, I care. And I would tell you, you I I think that because this is the last season of the fourteen playoff, I think that. Even though there's all these people that are huffing and puffing over this disaster scenario that's more than likely going to happen, I think probably all of those commissioners or whatever they call them, governors of the <laughs> college football playoff, I think they're all just kind of like, who cares? Next year, nobody will yell at us oh my anyway. God. Would, I would love to be in that debate. They're like, uh, oh, we have exclusive access to the college football playoff <laughs> selection committee making their thing. Uh, this, is, this is one of the most contentious votes of all time. All right, we're just getting in here right now. Let's see. Say, hey, who cares? I mean, whatever. Let's get drunk. Uh, yeah. well, you know what? We'll we'll uh, we'll do a ping pong ball thing. Uh, we'll no, do I think rock, it's paper, literally scissors. just like, well, let me look at the standings. Oh, Texas only has one loss. Just put them in. <laughs> they but are Nick Saban seven. said, I I don't care. Just yeah. put Texas in. They're it's the larger seven. media market. Doesn't matter. Oh man, that's really what it's yeah. turned into. And I think that's probably how. Well, Texas treat has it. never been in the college football playoff. Oh well, 
Congratulations, Texas. You'll probably be in the college football playoff. Really, I think that's what will happen. If the disaster scenario plays out where Florida State wins, Alabama beats Georgia, and then Texas, as they're doing right now, beats Oklahoma State, they will elevate Michigan to number one. They will give Washington, you know, their due. You know, you can't. They're number three. You can't put them down. Um, And they beat Michigan State, so it's like, come on. Um, And then number two. Uh, you know, you throw Texas in there, and then at four you have Florida State, and that's it. Probably flip them and have uh, sure, but whatever. Yeah, either I'm way, you. I'm with you. Yeah, Alabama's out. That's it. Okay, okay. Al- or Alabama or Georgia's out. That's it. They're both one loss teams at that point. So if Al- so, what what's the deal? Why is it so hard to understand that if they're both one loss teams, and the team that recently lost should be out? What's just because they're number one? Who so, cares, so, dude? Nobody even wants them to be number one. People have been begging for, for them Georgia? to be torn down to four like the entire season because everybody doesn't think they're playing up to snuff. Yeah. So well, yeah, I, I mean, to me, I don't think it's really that big of a debate just because you know on the other side of all this, which this is what's made the college there... football season so weird, is that nothing matters. <laughs> all of it's changing next year. The Pac-12 doesn't exist. There's going to be 12 teams in the college football playoff. <laughs> there's and there's at least some people that it does matter too. Uh, but sure. Yeah, just not you. No, uh, not to the college football playoff and not to college football as total. They is, don't care about this season. This is literally like a... It's a loss. It's a very yeah, weird... Yeah, it's totally lost to them. And this is what I'm trying to say about college football. And people just don't either seem to ignore or like they're not thinking ahead is the idea that like, you don't get it, do you? None of this crap matters this season. These TV executives, these people on these boards, and in college football, the people who, like, quote-unquote, run it, they've literally just wiped this off. They're like, next season, we get all the money forever. This season, who cares? It's four teams. Just throw them in. Get them on television. Who cares? Yeah. It's, I don't know. I mean, so... So I'm sorry. I, I know the fans matter, but they don't really matter. But you don't put any thought into... Let's boot out Florida State. No. Okay. Not at all. Okay. There's it's just talk. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to boot them out because you think Alabama well, will because they don't the, have their best player, George Travis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or it's just the fact that you don't think they're the higher entertainment value. Yeah. yeah do it. Throw Alabama in there. <laughs> I don't care because at the end of the day, this is an entertainment aspect. It's not about fair is fair. It's that, not. Thank you. That's that's. It, it's that, just yeah. not. And the people who thought that like fair this is fair, fair was that's what the playoff was going to be. You know, this isn't the United States government, dumbass. It's college football. It's an entertainment television show. Guess they what? put guess, the best product out there. Guess what? The government's not fair either. Yeah, and that's hey. not fair either. That's the that's what has bothered me so much about how fans talk about the college football playoff and everything is that they treat this as if it's, it's supposed like, to be fair. Yeah, or as if it's like supposed to be upheld as like a government body or like a county. Or yeah. like something that like really matters in we, the grand we, scheme of things. College in the world. football owes you X, Y, yes, or Z. Yes, right. It yeah. owes me because I'm a fan. No, dude, you're a consumer. That's what you are. And if you keep consuming the product that they keep giving to you, they will keep making those same choices. Yep. That's what is so infuriating about what's happened to the Pac-12. If you keep buying a yeah. turd in a Pringles can, they're going to keep taking yeah. poops in Pringles can. Well, but and that's why I always say too, like I, I was a fan of the BCS because I yeah. think most of the time they got it right in terms of bowl games, and you would have a finality to the season. Yeah. Now in the beginning, I understand you had these kind of stupid shared national titles, but right in that sweet spot of the 2000s, you had very definitive national 
title winners where it was exciting and it was great. Wow. And I didn't really care about those fan bases who, you know, bitched and argued because to me, I love this. I love this game. And I think it's very entertaining. That's great for me. I'll tell you the, the, yeah, just, the 2020, I don't know if you've seen previews of the new 2024 model of this uh, college football yeah. ride. Dude, the 12 team playoff is going to be awesome. It's going to be for, great. For it, and what it's going to do is going to take fans like me that are NFL fans first by a long shot and draw me in at the end of the year. And depending on how they set it up, December could be owned by college football. I mean, if you get some of these matchups, and I know the Pac 12 is gone, uh, and it, it's disappointing to me that, like, if they could have held on for one more year, I think there's plenty of money to be made. I think there's enough good teams in the Pac 12 that you would have seen if you got, if you got in the last 10 years, if you got Utah. Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some of the the, the top teams, uh, even USC in the kind of the middle run with Clay Helton had some good teams in there. If you got them in there, they would have done some damage in yeah. a tournament-style thing, yeah. and it would have saved the Pac-12. But if they could have held on for one more year, the trajectory that Oregon, Washington, mm-hmm. even... I know you hate Lincoln Riley. That style of football beats some mediocre football teams. You get in there, they would have they would have made some noise, but they'll never get that opportunity. So the fact that they pulled the shoot yeah. one year before they really had an opportunity to do something is, yeah, is super I, disappointing. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I I feel like you know I'm a broken record here, but just that like I I just think that fans need to kind of you know my brother had this issue too this past season. I think a lot of Beaver fans had this issue too, where they just like. They didn't get it. It wasn't. You're saying your brother didn't get it? Well, no, like, I think a lot of Beaver fans really didn't get it. What was going to happen? Yeah. Like, everybody was really shocked when Jonathan Smith went to Michigan. <laughs> hey, were Dude, you? Not even a the, oh, no. Yeah. The minute this season. Were you happy for him? I could. I was kind of indifferent. Okay. Because of the fact that the minute this season started, I go, this is it. Yep. This is the last season we have to do something important. That's why when we lost to Washington State, I was kind of like, Okay, that's one loss at the beginning of the season. We can still do this. When they lost to Arizona, yeah. I go, nope, season's done. Yep. That's yep. it. Yep. Because we're not going to the Rose Bowl, and we're not going to a playoff now. Yeah. And quite honestly, that's all that mattered about this season. Beating Did- the Ducks didn't matter because the rivalry's dead. Well, it's over. Speaking of bowl games and bowl placements, I know you pulled up a list. Uh, I don't think we've gone through this, but where Oregon, where Oregon State, where some of these games uh, might end up for anybody not in the college football playoff, and I think uh, we talked about a few of them, but not all of them, uh, I actually think it could be uh, pretty interesting. So uh, obviously, depending on what happens in the games today, uh, but what does happen to your Oregon Ducks uh, moving forward because they do have at least one more game well, they have one more game on their schedule. They don't have at least one more. They have one more game on their schedule. It will be a bowl game. What that will be, we'll uh, we'll decipher that uh, through the tea leaves next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. 
All right, you've got Oregon uh, in the losers' column last night in the uh, Pac-12 championship game, so that puts them uh, outside of the college football playoff. Uh, big disappointment to a lot of Oregon fans. Disappointing uh, even for me, who's not a, a Oregon fan necessarily, but uh, certainly being part of the station, it's fun to get caught up in the possibility of a championship, but. Uh, alas, that will not happen this year. Oregon State not in the uh, best uh, position to end a season losing your coach. Uh, your quarterback's in the transfer portal. Um, so obviously things not working out for a team without a conference. Weird, Will, that uh, what that people didn't want to stick with a school that uh, does not have a very clear future. Uh, but in the immediate uh, future, they both do have bowl games coming up. So. Uh, you pulled up earlier kind of where people will end up with the bowl games if things kind of go chalk today. Georgia wins, Texas wins, uh, Michigan and Florida State all win, kind of how things shake out. So what do you uh, what do you got for uh, Pac-12 fans for where their teams might end up? Oh, Pac-12 bowl games? Well, just bowl games in general, I oh. suppose, too. I mean, we the, the big six are always kind of important. So the two games that are part of the college football playoff this year, unfortunately, will be the Rose Bowl. Uh, which, uh, well, still could have Washington in it, but not being the traditional Rose Bowl that we're used to in the last year of the Pac-12. The other is the Sugar Bowl. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So those will be uh, playoff games, but that means we've got Peach, Orange, Cotton, and Fiesta Bowl still sitting out there. So we can start there. Yeah, Orange, they uh, are predicting uh, Ohio State, Louisville. Okay. Should be fine. Yeah, should be all right. Uh, I don't. You know what? I don't care to watch Ohio State. I don't know why I said that would be fine. Louisville, I don't know enough about to be interested. I don't want to watch Ohio State. Yes, they should probably well, be in it. But yeah, because you want to see Louisville beat Ohio State. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, there, there you go. Let's let's see Randall. let's see how much uh, Ohio State limps into the game. How many guys uh, sign up with uh, agents and go to the NFL? Yeah, I can get with that. Okay, Peach Bowl is a bit of a uh, TBD as Tulane will most likely be in it. Uh, they will be your at large. Sure, um, but then. Uh, um, kind of a debate about will it be Texas? Uh, because if Texas yeah. wins here, they might perhaps get into the college football playoff. Sure. Um, you well, could they need, honestly, I mean, but they need they need Georgia to lose. I mean, so Florida, Florida State but Georgia and Georgia loses, win. That's the thing. This Georgia be, might play Tulane in the in the Peach that? Bowl. But well, yeah, yeah. Like I said, if everything goes chalk, Georgia yeah. wins, Florida State wins, and then you have four undefeated teams in the college football playoff. There is no debate. Right. I mean, we spent the entire segment going, "What if Alabama wins?" That's the real game. Yeah. At one o'clock, you'll kind of know what matters, and then if somehow Florida State loses, Texas is in. Yeah. So we kind of we kind of know how things will work out. The one game that can throw the biggest wrench is Alabama, and I don't. So the one time I don't want the the chaos. It's Georgia take care of business. Get, get help well, now, if Georgia does take care of business, you will have what uh, yeah. Duck fans might be requesting, See, this a be uh, Oregon-Alabama Fiesta Bowl, yeah, which will be dude. exciting. In I Arizona? I think that yeah. I, if you're an Oregon fan and you're listening to this program, uh, Vancouver Ford text line is 503-T-O-G-O-FAN, to-go-FAN. Uh, you make a trip down to watch Alabama take on your ducks in uh, Arizona in the oh goodness yes. <laughs> yeah man yeah, come yeah. on that's great Dude, who um, wouldn't go like, well right? I was gonna say you know Beavers are uh, being at least early on projected for Holiday Bowl uh, though we will be destroyed because I mean we're playing with scraps sure but who, uh, who Damian would, Martinez will not be playing who would you be playing against uh, I think it's either uh, Clemson or NC State. Um, oh, 
the Holiday good. Bowl takes from the Pac-12 and the ACC. Okay, so. who would want to be there less? Uh, the remains of the Oregon State football team or Clemson? I know, right? So Those two I, teams playing each other? Yeah, come on. I well, I was going to say, I, my brother and I have been talking about it, too. We were like, if it is the Holiday Bowl, we might. Yeah, we might Where take a quick trip. That's San Diego. It's in San Diego. They yeah. still play it at Jack Murphy, yeah, or do they play it? No, uh, it, Pet, it, uh, whatever is. Oh, they played at the baseball Petco. stadium, Petco. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think they played at Petco. Oh shoot, so um, you might be able to talk me into going with you. I know. I was kind of. I was thinking about doing it. The one thing I said was, if uh, we ever made the Rose Bowl, I one hundred percent would yeah, make yeah. the trip. For sure. Like it wouldn't even be in a negotiation. But yeah, we're now kind of thinking about it. Like eh, flights are not bad. Like, Who plays in the L.A. Bowl? Did you go to the, when they played at SoFi? You didn't go to that, did you? No, I didn't go to that the LA one. Bowl. I, I like that stadium. I was tempted to go to the Vegas Bowl. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the L.A. Bowl. No. Do we know who's gonna uh, who who likely ends up in that or the Vegas Bowl? Those are the two ones that like as a West Coast fan, if you got the right matchup, or as a West Coast uh, resident, if you get the right matchup, yeah, you could talk me into going to either of those just to go to those stadiums. Um, the I don't know, like something about the college football atmosphere compared to like NFL games aren't as appealing. I gotta watch the Seahawks play anywhere, but Maryland and Utah for the Vegas Bowl. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Tongue you can talk me into going so, it. Maryland and Vegas. No. Or Maryland, Maryland Utah. Utah. No. Uh, no. That's not, that is not the matchup. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. That is not the matchup I'm looking for. What about the LA Bowl? What do you got, what do you got for SoFi for me? Uh, let's see. I think it's called the Los Angeles Bowl. Yeah, it's yeah, the Gronk. It it's a Rob Gronkowski. Uh, Gronkowski. Even worse. UNLV and UCLA. Oh, no. I, I Go Rebels. Oh, no yikes. No now, way. you've heard those stories, right, about Chip Kelly. What's this? coming out recently? Uh, Dante Moore's grandmother uh, coming out and just saying like Chip Kelly is a complete weirdo. And... Well, we knew that. I know, but yeah. like it's on a scale of like yeah, of epic it's gotten proportion. worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you are correct. Everybody knew that, but the winning kind of well, like yeah. covered over that. Sure. And then yeah. once he started losing in the NFL, well, but th that's why he left the NFL is because he was such a weird guy. But he was mm -hmm. also one of those guys that came in with kind of some weird ideas and then they all worked. And then he felt like he was the God of football. I reinvented football. How would he not be weird? A weird guy to start. And then he gets yes. all the praise. Well, you know, my theory is, you know, you let somebody get away with being great uh, by being weird. And then you let them be weird because they're great. They're only going to get weirder. Yeah, and I think that, too, with um, Chip Kelly, he just, uh, I think he has that issue that most people do when they spend extended amounts of time around Bill Belichick, which he did, <laughs> yeah, he did. which is like, you start to believe that that's an acceptable way to yeah. act. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And well, it's, it's not, it, not, not only really that, only not only that, because, but you just, you, you think that it is behavior worth emulating. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah, and yep. you think that Not that only, is, yeah. like, the way to do it, and it's just been proven over and over and over again, except for Brian Flores, that it's not, and but it's terrible. did Brian Flores even act that way, though? He wasn't necessarily the... Like, Josh McDaniels, to me, seems like whatever Bill does, that's what I'm going to try to do. Yeah, well, and you that heard the story really about how uh, the final nail in the coffin for him in Vegas. Yeah. The, the, the uh, don't talk about the Patriots like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean that's right out of the Bill Belichick playbook. I don't I don't include Flores because he seems like he does, but he's been successful. So yeah, it's, well, and I guess you could throw Romeo Cornell in there just because he's been a very good um, assistant coach. But like, yeah. um, yeah, and that's Chip Kelly, man. He just thinks that it's okay to act like that, even though they're not winning. And even when you are winning, I mean, I will tell you, 
I knew people that were around that program when Chip Kelly was at his height. Nobody liked him. They liked that they won games. That yep. was it. Yep. He was horrible on recruiting visits. Yeah. If he would have had just even a shred more of, you know, personality or of kindness, they could have been insanely good. And for a long time, he could have stayed there. Yes, for, yep. he could yep. have kept staying there. But you know who they brought in when they needed to get the big guns? Nick Aliotti. Yeah. That's yep. the dude that made house calls because they figured out real quick that Chip Kelly was about as interesting as a can of tuna. Ooh. It's about it. Ooh. What are those tuna cans going to look like when I open it up? What does it smell like? Why is it leaking? Why does it have a visor on? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I thought we were talking about the tuna cans. Oh, oh, oh you got to switch it on me. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, we'll take a quick dip into the NFL, then we'll tell you what to watch. Uh, but first, we have a Sports Center update. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. All right. Well, obviously, been a lot of uh, college football today. Fair amount of uh, boot and Pringles cans and a little bit of Christmas movies. But uh, we do need to take at least a little venture over into uh, the NFL. Take a look at the standings. Uh, Seahawks. Can't get out of their own way on Thursday night, so they fall back to 500, uh, which is kind of what I expected. Uh, and I don't need to talk s- exclusively about the Seahawks here, but Will, if you look at the N- N- NFL standings right now, mm-hmm. you've got the 49ers leading their division. Uh, I think we can discredit the NFC South entirely because the Falcons <laughs> at five and six are leading that division. The uh, Detroit Lions. At eight and three, leading their division, uh, you've got the Cowboys in second at nine and three. Uh, but we'll start with the NFC. Has anybody beaten the Eagles uh, in that division? This is a. a oh, I think so. And in fact, I would say to you, I, I'd favor the 49ers this week. I think the Eagles okay. are similar to like the Washington Huskies in a way of like that... Ben, Ben, Ben. When will it break? I think this might be the week that it does break because you know. It's been interesting this NFL season. We just kind of assume the Eagles are the best team in the NFL, but game after game, well, it always NFC, is kind of like at least. But yeah, well, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, in the NFL. I mean, they're the, the gaunt- AFC's. The, well, I mean, the gauntlet that they. Well, I mean, that's that's why I want to start with the NFC because yeah. I think that if you we look at the the AFC, it's pretty good. But the the only loss right now that the Eagles have is to the Jets, which yeah. is pretty hysterical. But they the gauntlet that they just ran was Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, and now they have the Forty ers Yeah, and then back to the Cowboys. So it's you know it's yeah. to, to me if they can survive this and. I don't know. I give a lot of credit to winning versus how you win um, in football just because it's a very demanding, especially middle of the season stuff. Um, so is it a two horse race in the NFC? Uh, I would say for the most part. Now, uh, Detroit is kind of a wild card in this because yeah. if you look at the next four games, it uh, is kind of a coast. Uh, you get yourself the Bears, Saints, uh, Broncos, who are surging right now, Vikings, who will give up by that point, um, Cowboys. Uh, which could be harder than you get the Vikings again for whatever reason, but um, well, division. It's just that they oh, right. they they have a hard time separating these yeah, division yeah. games uh, uh, for whatever reason. But yeah, but yeah, I think the 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 Lions have kind of uh, uh, waded past one of the more. I mean, they had one of the easier schedules in the NFL, but they've waded past uh, you know the difficult part. I mean, the the win that they had, uh, you know, on Thursday night to start the season over the Chiefs, though the Chiefs were kind of uh, you know. 
Uh, dinged up a bit. Dinged up. I mean, it was no a really significant Kelsey, win. Yeah. And in the NFL, any win that you get, I think, is significant in and of itself. You know, the Charger game, I remember that. That was a really significant win. Um, you know, but it's, it's a bounce back week for them also. You know, they have to, you know, go there and perform against the Saints because, you know, they're coming off of a, law, a weird loss against the Packers. Yeah. Uh, are you willing to put are you willing to put the Cowboys in there? Not yet. Okay. And you know, honestly, it's the it's just the playoffs, man. You yeah. know they'll choke. Yeah, right? until they until they get there. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, until until they get there and do something, I'm kind of with you. So, okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of inevitable. They'll just I mean, I don't gamble, but I mean, it's yeah. just pretty easy. Like uh, the wild card game, I'll keep my hands off of. But yeah. that divisional game, that's yeah. just taking money from a baby. Like <laughs> Oh, who are they it. playing in the division? I, you don't have to tell me. I'll bet against the other team. Division leaders in the AFC: eight and three, Miami Dolphins; nine and three, Baltimore Ravens; mm. eight and three, Jacksonville Jaguars; eight and three, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think all those teams uh, are going to be standing. Um, you know, when when we get to the playoffs, for obvious reasons. But anybody from the middle. Like looking at the middle of these conferences is, you know, you got the Bills at six and six. You've got the Steelers and Browns both at seven and four. You've got the Colts and Texans who I would Dude, I would quickly write the off Denver at six Broncos. and five. And that's the last one. Yes, is, it's is the Sean Denver Payton. Broncos. Sean Payton and Russell Wilson have both won. It didn't start off really well, but they're, they're on a, what, four-game, five-game five. winning streak? Five and winning honestly, streak. it doesn't look very good. No. It's a winning game. So you, what you, and you again, you look at the rest of this schedule. Now, this weekend, it will be interesting. You're playing the Texans, who are another one of those mm-hmm. teams where, against all odds, are in the hunt. Um, the Chargers, who... Rookie quarterback from Ohio State yeah, playing well. Playing well. Uh, then you got the Chargers, who, you know, we're just kind of... Hanging around, waiting for Brandon Staley to get fired. Then <laughs> you got the Lions. Uh, and then you you end with a beneficial schedule. You get the Pats, Chargers, and Raiders. Whoop. So, yes, this could turn into one of the greatest turnarounds in yeah. NFL history. Yeah. I, I think I've heard some stat. I, I think it's only happened once before, and it was back in the early 90s or 80s, where a team went one and five yep. and made the playoffs. It, it doesn't happen. And what? it doesn't happen also to a team that had one of the most embarrassing regular season losses ever. Yeah. Well, and and the the thing about football too is the worst team to play is a hot the team one on the heater. It, it, yep. You know, it's like yeah, it's, yep. you, you get somebody that's kind of rolling. So yeah. well, that was kind of the Bengals and the Niners last season. Is that you yeah. know, they started out slow and then as it as it went on, it was just like oh crap, here they come. And really, the Niners should have been. I. I Contend should have been in the Super Bowl, or I think it should have yeah. been more of a toss up. Well, know, I mean, you, you take away, hurt. yeah, you take away the injury. Yeah, it yeah. was just kind of whatever. But, yeah. um, yeah, man, I, I mean, this is an exciting end of the NFL season. I actually watch like watching AFC games. There's a lot of good teams in the AFC, yeah, they're just and they're just entertaining. There's a lot of good young quarterbacks. The whole thing is, yeah. it's, it's good, man. This has been a uh, now I have heard so, and I was actually curious because I know we're up against it, but like, yeah. I was curious what you think about this whole kind of narrative going on about how the level and the play of football has been bad this year that like, you know, there, there've been an un, un, uh, what should I say? Or just a very large amount of rookie quarterbacks playing. There have been very perplexing coaching decisions. And a lot of people are kind of saying like, we're in a bad, bad quality of football state. Uh, I mean, there's, it's, it's always, okay. It's always difficult. The Pac-12 is a perfect example for this. Did the Pac-12 have 
more than two good teams in the last decade. Because only two teams made it to the college football playoff. You had the yes. Ducks, you had the Ducks and the Huskies. In Utah. But they didn't make the playoff. Not the playoff, but how, well, do, you know, define good? how yeah. do you define good? Well, but this, this is what yeah. I'm saying. In college football especially, your conference benefits from having one or two great teams mm-hmm. and everybody else being mediocre. So then you have a conference championship game that is two undefeated teams matching up against the blah, 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 blah. There is not, I don't know that there's a great team. Philadelphia is the best team in football by record, but your response was, it kind of looked like I'm like at Washington. It's like, when are they, when is, when is the luck going to run out? Their only loss is to the Jets, which is a bad loss looking at the records right now. Mm-hmm. But go, having a great team makes it, makes you feel like, man, what a season. The, the undefeated Patriots rolling through the NFL. If every other team was down and they benefited from that, I don't remember it. I just remember that year because everybody was transfixed by what they were doing. The perfect scenario is having two to four great teams Mm. where you go, I've got like the ideal situation is you have two great teams in the NFC and you have two great teams in the AFC and you kind of know that they're going to meet in the championship games, but you don't know for sure. And then you watch it out and then you get back to back weeks of, of, you know, like, Oh, they, they did it. We got the matchup. We want that's, it's kind of a weird thing. We always say we want parity. Nobody really wants parity. If everybody is equal, we don't really like it. And we go, well, it's just a bunch of mediocre teams. No, you have a bunch of even teams. Good, well, bad, I think or other. Parity too. And you you've made this argument for years and years and years about the whole we don't like parity. I think there's a difference between parity and bad just bad play. Well, sure, but because right now I don't think there's a lot of parity per se, just like there's just kind of bad play. It's like there's rookie, like Tommy DeVito yeah, is a sure. thing. Like Jake yes. Browning somehow came out of the woods. Like, yeah, you know, that's not parody. That's yeah, just but, a bad product. Sure. But, but Jared, Jared Goff is, is well into a resurgence uh, on yeah. his second team, which is a great story. Justin Herbert has proven that he can play in this league, but he's stuck with a bad coach. Is that a, I don't know if that's a bad team there. No. Kyler Murray has come back and you know won at least a couple games. As that Tua Tungavailoa has been in the league a couple years and he's playing really, really well. And it's fun to watch Her- and staying healthy. Herbert's whole, another guy. Too, the Browns who, thing, like yeah. I don't know if it's bad football, but it's just football is. Hard, and yeah. that's the fun part of it, man. You let your guard down against any one of these teams, and it'll come up and snake bite you. Yeah. Like I'll complain until uh, I'm blue in the face that the Seahawks did not block Micah Parsons on the final play of the game when all you need to do is pick up first down. Might want to block the best defensive player since you know LT at that position. Maybe he's like the fastest linebacker we've maybe ever seen. It's part of the scheme, and they leave him yeah. on. Blocked on the final play. I don't know how that happened. You just had to let it develop a little more. But but if you if you go off of six and six football, like the Seahawks are very very frustrating to watch this year. Are they bad? No. Are they good? No. If all you watched was six and six football, yeah, you could say that it was bad. But the but the Chiefs haven't you know gone out and performed like the Chiefs in every game. The the the. Six and six uh, Buffalo Bills might be a better example than the Seahawks. We know Josh Allen is good. We know that defense is good, but they lost like half a step. They're just a half a step behind the Buffalo Bills, so they can't win all these games. Are they a bad team? No, it's just, you, you can't you can't rely on one guy to do it all, especially a guy that's happy to throw it into coverage. It's just eh. yeah. 
I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of great quarterbacks out there. Joe Burrow getting hurt does not help your season. No, no. But you know, there's there's things out there. Aaron Rodgers getting hurt doesn't help your season. Like no. him or not, it doesn't help Again, your. It we're doesn't running help towards the, the end of the show, and yeah. I'm, I won't go into that diatribe. All right. Oh shoots, we didn't even do. We're, I, I, know. <laughs> I thought we were in the wrong segment. Uh, all right, we got to do what to watch, and we'll get out of here. We're done, uh, and then we're done. But uh, this is uh, Center and Saint. Any of the fans? The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Uh, The NFL's so good, it's impossible to do a short NFL segment. We tried and failed. Uh, This is normally when we do What to Watch, brought to you by our friends at Encore Audio Video. Uh, If you're looking for a home theater or a fully automated home, uh, check out EncoreAudioVideo.com or visit them at 1st and Everett. uh, 13th and Everett in the Pearl. Uh, Will, what's the most intriguing game for you today? Um... I mean, Bama, Bama, Georgia. Probably. Yeah, you say you say the best thing about college football is the local game, but here's the two big juggernauts going up against each other. That's all uh, right. What's the other local game? <laughs> Not much going on. All right, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Uh, enjoy. We'll be back next week. Uh, but for now, we are done. Have a great weekend. Bye bye. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 